What time is it? Showtime. The brothers discuss sports and provide betting tips. The best kept secret in sports investing. Please welcome Bolt Brady and his bro. Well, what's going on out there? Welcome in once again to a football week here on Bolt Brady and his bro. We're going to chat week six in the NFL and some college as well. Let's welcome in our guy, Bolt. What's happening? Well, a lot happened last week, but I think we've got to start off straight to the Niners Cowboys. Mm -hmm. Because to me, that's what sticks out the most was that game incredible yeah a lot of build-up and then uh one-sided affair for sure they're like two of the best teams in the nfc and the niners said hey the kids tables over there feel free to eat as much chicken nuggets and mac and cheese as you want serving chocolate milk and apple juice and the parents are gonna sit over here and have steak and shrimp and drink the brews pretty much that's how much of a mismatch it was i mean at what point do people just stop falling for the marketing of the the cowboys do get some good talent and they they bring in some good guys through the draft and whatnot but the product on the field never matches up oh i mean that wasn't even close i was sitting there and i'm like well, okay, at least the defense for the Cowboys is going to ball here a little bit, and it just looked like the brick wall for the offensive line. Like, Purdy's just back there picking the nose before he throws it. He had so much time. <laughs> it was a joke. Yeah. I mean, that team obviously is humming. Um, everyone's all over the Niners, but I, I don't think people are really mentioning you know, what the addition of our boy CMC did. Like, that's when the team really started to rock and roll. Yeah. I mean, him and then also just being healthy, you know, keeping those guys out there. That's what all makes a difference. Right. And then more starts for Purdy, just more and more comfortable. The guy's just looking like a stud. And um, Ayuk, like, how many times does that guy do the deep cross over the middle of the field and is just wide open. Mm-hmm. And that was the throw that Jimmy didn't hit a lot of the time. No, yeah. I you know, we can get to Jimmy in a sec, but I was <laughs> I was watching him last night and he, he just he just makes a bad decision or a late decision. I'm like, what there's like three dudes there. What are you doing? Well, if Jimmy doesn't have time, like his feet, you look at his feet and they're like like he's getting scared. He needs to have a pocket. If Jimmy has any pressure, you know, and that's good to know for moving forward. Like, if there's teams that provide um, pr- pressure, that's probably a good game to look to go against Jimmy. Yeah, it's a combination of a few things of feeling the pressure, and then also if your mind is staying calm, how you can handle and process that information. And a lot of those dudes just can't do it. Nope. Nope, they can't. But I'll tell you what's been good for the public is that the public teams have been rocking so far this year. That's what you were telling me. The Joes, some of the Joes are doing okay because the good teams are doing well against the spread. Well, so the Joes going into this week was the best they've ever done in 20 years. <laughs> that's Joe Public. <laughs> and that's just, you know, a game where um, the larger percentage over 50 is on a certain side. So, you know, 50%, you know, 55% of the bets were on the Raiders, let's say, last night. That means that'd be more of the public side. So it was good going into this week, but how about this one? Eight out of the nine top most bet teams. So, for example, like, you know, um, the only one that lost was the Bills, but like Miami, Niners, teams like that, eight out of the top nine most bet teams got you some chippers. Hmm. So the uh, the public is feeling good right now. They're loving it. 
People are rocking and rolling. See if they can uh, win a few more chips this weekend. Yeah. How, how's it translating for the casinos in terms of like dollar in, dollar out? Well, I mean, listen, the casinos are always going to make money, but I bet you they're kind of getting drilled. I mean, I haven't heard officially, but when the public teams like this are winning, uh, they get drilled. So, yeah, I bet they're not doing nearly as well as they normally do. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, like, CU's a big college bet, and, like, they didn't cover against ASU, so I'm sure they're like, we'll take that. Right. Yep. But, like, you know, Kansas City, Niners, um, Miami, you know, you just go down the list of, of these teams that the public's kind of been riding, and they've been winning ball games. Now, I'm here to say that won't keep lasting throughout the whole season. Because um, typically what you'll find is against the spreads, it does become pretty close to win 50%, lose 50%. So it will come back here. But, you know, it's crazy because when you look at these big lines like Buffalo minus 14 against the Giants, that's a truckload. Mm-hmm. I mean, are you going to take the Giants, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. You don't feel too confident in that one. And then even with Miami, they go, okay, you like Miami? Well, here, 13 and a half against Carolina. Yep. Are you going to lay that? I mean, that's a truckload of points in the NFL, but <laughs> you wouldn't feel comfortable with Carolina. I mean, these squads are bueno. Yeah. I mean, there's just some better games to pick, I would think, than some of those 14 pointers. But mm-hmm. it's like, you know, last week Miami does handle the Giants and, and covered the 14. Right. And they probably should have won by more than that. Mm hmm. Well, let's get into some best betters here uh, for this week. Yep, just we'll just throw out a one one here because we could probably have some new listeners. Let's make sure we continue to have them tune in to get some more best betters. Mm-hmm. Um, so last week, wow, we gave out the Titans, and how about when Anthony Richardson goes down and and our boy Minshew comes in? Yeah, we talk about that all the time. It's uh, like, look, I'm here to put this in, assuming this is the situation, and you're changing it on me. Here. Yep, and right when Minshew came in, I go, we're screwed. Just like you know when DTR was in for um, for <laughs> uh, Cleveland, Deshaun, yeah. yeah, like dude, they're not going to win with these saps. And in that one with Minshew, I'm like, he balls, and so. We've got so much faith in Minshew. Wow, is he the best bet of the best bet this week? Yep, I've got that one too. Okay, plus four. So not only is Minshew, you know, Minshew, we talked about in the summertime, we were waiting for him to come in, just like we're waiting for Heineke to come in for Ritter at some point. In Atlanta. Yep, and then we'll be jumping on the Falcons. So here he is. He gets the full week of practice with the first string, plus four. Let's not forget this. Is that what you're showing over there? Plus four? Yeah. Let's not forget this is the revenge game for our boy Heineke because... This isn't Heineke. I mean, I'm sorry, not Heineke, Minshew, because Minshew used to play for the Jags, and they said, hey, we're going to ship you out of town, buddy. Yep. You don't think he wants to beat his old team? And then on top of that, okay, the Jags come back from two weeks in Europe. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a long, long stay. <laughs> And let me give you a stat, okay? The other teams that come back and do not play a bye right after Europe, and there's 11 of them, okay? Because you have the opportunity to take a bye after going to Europe, uh, but a lot of teams nowadays do not. Okay, so these guys stayed over there for two weeks, no bye. The other 11 teams that have taken no bye, going into the fourth quarter, they've either been behind or tied every single time. So that means that, they're worn out. It's a close ball game. Minshew 
Let's ball. Mm-hmm. Plus four. They've been eating some garbage chow for a couple weeks over there. Oh, They're yeah. Been- and then, you know, <laughs> not to mention they're juiced because they just beat Josh Al. Well, that was the one I told you I, I liked. People were going to be all over Buffalo. And I'm like, nah, that's going to be a tough one for Buffalo. Oh, so you took the Jags. <laughs> they lost the game. The Bills lost. I mean, as you know. Right. Nice play. Mm-hmm. Nice nice call there. Nice call there. Yeah. I mean, we've always liked Minshew. So, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm all over him getting the four points down there. Yep. So that's one of our best bets. Uh, what uh, what are you seeing here? For this week? Yep. Um, or last week. I mean, there's a lot going on last week. Yep. I was fortunate to hit one more parlayer that kept that train going. Oh, wow. So uh, that's uh, let's see. That was week five. So four out of the five. Yeah, I've weeks. only had one week where I didn't get one. Wow, that's large. Who was, the, who was the parlay? I had Cincy down in Arizona. Okay, yeah. People, that line got a little short. And then Joe, Joe looked pretty good. He looked like he kind of could. I mean, I know he's not 100%, but he looked a little bit more mobile. And Shamar said, give me the ball, and he proved why you want to give him the ball. Jamar or Jamar? <laughs> Jamar. <laughs> I'm always effing open. <laughs> yep, yep. Well, when you're a good receiver, you always think you're always open. And if you're not as open as you want it to be, throw it up to me. I'll still catch it. Yeah, I mean, they've always got those kind of lame stats at the bottom of the ticker now. It's like, Jamar led the league this week in um, m- most routes with three yards of separation. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, thanks. <laughs> you know, we, he had 170 yards or whatever he had. But he balled. Yes, so he I had did. Cincy, and then I had Philly at the Rams was minus four. Uh, Philly handled them okay. with, with the yep. the brotherly shove when they needed it. And then uh, the Niners, minus three and a half. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice play. Uh, you know, so, <laughs> some of these games, like, we didn't give this one out, but I took it in some contests. And the only reason why I took it is just because of how close the games always are. And sure enough, the Pittsburgh Steelers and Ravens game. I watched that entire game. Uh, did you see any of that? Yeah, I saw a good chunk of it. The, those when those guys are are going that hard, it's kind of, they're pretty boring. You know how physical. And then Lamar is not getting any help with those receivers. <laughs> Seven dropped passes. Jeez, how pleased are you if you're Lamar? I mean, yeah, you're I like, think two guys, of them. Two of them are in the end zone. They sure were. They sure were. It was incredible. And you know, I was on the Steelers, and so I was just sitting there going, "Wow, how lucky can we get here?" And then, as usual, the defense and special teams blocked punt um you know that turns into the safety for the Steelers that turned the momentum and then uh <laughs> they actually end up winning the game i mean the ravens dominated that game mm-hmm. absolutely dominated that game and then uh the other one that was a bummer was the vikings against patty and kc we had a ball game going there yeah we liked the vikings at the five and a halfer and uh, it really sucks when Kirk is driving last drive of the game, and you're like, uh, where's Just- Justin Jefferson? Oh, he's on the sidelines with a pulled hamstring. That's nice. Yep. They just said he's on the IR today. He's out for a month at least. Yep. Hamstrings, like, you just, it, it's not a pain tolerance thing at all. It's just, you can't do anything, you can't run. Yeah, they just I they're not going to make too much noise this year. I mean, who knows what they're going to do here with with Cousins, but they're like let's not risk hurting our best player. Right. So, with that in mind, the <clears throat> Vikings travel into big Chicago. And Chicago finally got off the snide and beat the Commanders on Thursday night last week. Now, the Vikings are only minus the two and a half. Dun 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 mm-hmm. dun dun dun. Another best bet. 
Mm. We're taking the Vikes here, minus the two and a half. I mean, get serious. I know JJ's not there, but this team's way better than the Bears. Get serious. I mean, we've already said before, the Commanders are garbage. You know, they just caught them at the right time. I'll take the Vikings under a field goal here. Best bet. I like Kirk. Kirk balls. Like, yeah, he always tries. I mean, he's always always pushing. He got kind of ripped in that uh, Chiefs game where Mahomes and them were saying that last pass where he was trying to throw it. Uh, where they wanted the PI and they threw the flag. They're like the ball was tipped, but on the replay, the ball wasn't tipped. Yeah, it's crazy. All these crap calls that like you know they changed the outcome at the end there, it's big like, time, dude. He should get four more cracks at the end zone there, or at least let's maybe get the the. Or the field goal, maybe try an onside kick so we cover the spread. Uh huh. Exactly. <laughs> and so, anyway, Kirk, like, I mean, if you put Kirk on so many of these other teams, they'd be legit. Like, the Jets, forget about it. With that defense, I mean, they'd love to have Kirk. If you put Kirk even in, on, like, the Falcons, they'd ball. You know, um, I like Kirk. He's legit. I, I don't have a problem with him. Way better quarterback, better coach. Better team. I mean, don't get me wrong. The Bears are going to be fired up. But like one of our uh, listeners on Twitter, Big Ryan, tweeted out to us, and uh, he, he, he's he got a good call here. He goes, hey, the Bears could be the bashers of the week. I mean, you haven't won a game in 15 games in a row. Mm-hmm. You don't think those guys aren't going to go out and bash and let it rip this week? Yep. So, Big Rye, good call, buddy. They are the bashers this week. Yeah, we liked the Bears in that spot there when they were in that Thursday night game because the Commanders were in a tough spot coming off that Philly game in overtime. Right. So we knew they were going to be just wiped out, and, and they were. They Was it 27-3 to 3 at halftime? Well, right, because you told me the stat, right? I don't think you told me after we recorded, so we didn't get to announce it. But, yeah, teams coming off an overtime on Sunday, like the Commanders did, and then playing on Thursday night, they're like two and twenty against the spread. They, they were three and twenty-one, but now they were three and twenty-one against the spread. Now it's three and twenty-two. Yeah, so you're right. We, we both like that because of that. So that's a perfect example of like certain situational spots, right? Um, so, yep, and we've got some more of those. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, I think the Green Bay had as many days off as you could get because they went from like a Thursday night game to a Monday night game without having a buy. Uh, so they're like if you don't look like you're prepared after that many days, you know, what Jordan Love is not going to look like. Oh, dude. So I sprinkled some on Green Bay last night and was I pleased? So did I. I. I thought they would actually be able to beat or at least hang with them within a field goal. Come on. I mean, I'm sitting there and then I go my wife's like we're going to lose this. I'm like, "Yep, we are. My bad." I'm like, "You can't take these young guys like this regardless of how bad the team is they're playing cuz the Raiders are not good. Mm-mm. You can't take these young guys on the road. It just they just can't play on the road. You know, when they're on their own confinements at home and the cheers like, "Woo, Jordan, let's go, bud." You know, they get fired up and they can play okay there on the road. It's just not happening. Unfortunately, I tried to look, you know, this week at some of the young guys where they're playing. You know, Bryce is on the road against Miami, but that's 14. You're like, dude, that's too much. Yeah. I mean, not to say that I wouldn't go. Against I mean, it, it. Pro- it probably isn't. It was just so, right. it's so big. Yeah. 
Uh, but that's the problem. I think, you know, just for people to look out there, these young guys that have only, you know, they're rookies or have been in the league one year, they just can't get it done on the road. They really can't. And that's what happened last night with Green Bay. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if Love's even going to get it done at home very often. His, his stats are pretty poor and he just doesn't look very sharp. I will say, uh, Watson, the, the big receiver, the guy's six four. Oh, there was two in that last one even. It's like, He's looking at the ref all the time for the, like the PI. I'm like, dude, get physical and try to make a play for the ball. So you noticed that also. I said the exact same thing. I'm like, come back to the ball and fight for it. Yeah, don't just let it get picked off. And uh, the guy's five foot nine. It's like, I don't care if he's your same height. Like, go try to get the ball. Yeah. Okay. So I'm glad I wasn't the only because I was like, what's this guy doing? Like the last play of the game. Like he didn't even try to fight for the ball at all. He's like, oh, it's picked off. I guess I'm just gonna sit here and not do anything. I saw one. Earlier Earlier in the game, Sap. too, where Love Love chucked one from almost you know backed up against their goal line. He he threw it about fifty yards. Yep. And Watson was it like midfield? Yeah. Like, why doesn't he like dive for that or adjust or, to it? Yeah, yeah. Or come back for it? Uh, like, I saw the exact same thing. It was when Max Crosby was in his face and he tossed it up, and I'm like, dude, alter your path there to go catch it. So not a very good receiver. No, that's yeah. where like you know, not at all. If we're in the GM booth there, and it's like, yeah. hey, this guy's numbers. He tests well. He's got this, but he doesn't have like the motor or the desire to be a baller. Exactly. They're like, hey, people want to know if we'll trade him, and I'd say, yep, get him out there. He's peace out. He's <laughs> garbage. Give me Puka Nakua. That guy wants the ball. Exactly. Let's get it going. We yeah. want guys here that are going to show some effort. Mm-hmm. Magic Johnson used to say when they do pickup games, he didn't pick the best players, just the players that wanted to play the most. Yeah, so Madge got on the commanders. You know, he he put the tweet out there because he's like the the partial owner group there. Yeah, he's just like no fire. You know what? <laughs> what is this? We're on national TV, and that's the effort we're getting. Right? He's like, dude, listen, I played in the '80s when we would bash up until 30 minutes before game time, and I would still put in way more effort than that. Mm-hmm. Let's get it going here, commanders. Yep. So I, you know, I, I don't know if Rivera feels like, hey, these guys didn't hire me. I'm on the dead man walking here anyway oh yeah well remember when i said like he's got two seasons above 500 yes so i think they they kind of hire him to like you know straighten out the ship here a little bit with these programs that are just in the pits and then they go okay well we're going now see you later (laughs) that does lead me into a segue here with their game though yeah um you know they had the thursday game against the bears yeah which they were wiped out and now they've had the 10 days. I actually like them this week going down to Atlanta. Okay. What are they getting? Two and a half? They're getting two and a half. Yep. Well, I don't have anything against that. You know, I what I'd also suggest there is that might be a good uh, team to tease, you know, up through the eight and a half with another team. Sure. Right? Um, because I, I, I would definitely like them getting eight and a half points. We're brought to you today by Manscaped, who's taken a step up from the Balloween to bring your face the cleanest shave it's ever seen. So this season, no need to toil and trouble. Manscaped's all-new handyman is the best way to get rid of that stubble. Featuring a compact design and next-gen skin-safe technology, the handyman was designed to give you that smooth finish without the mess of a traditional shave. Get the sweetest treat this Halloween by going to manscaped.com and use code BOLT, B-O-L-T, for 20% off plus free shipping. Alrighty, let's get back to the show. Speaking of teaser, let me segue into the best bet teaser here. The teaser that I like, six-point teaser, 
is the Eagles are at the Jets giving up six and a half. Let's move them down to the half point. So all the Eagles have to do is win the ball game. And then we're doubling up on our boy Minshew. We're going from four to plus 10. Okay, teaser, Eagles, Colts, best bet. Let's get ready to ball. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, Philly's getting it done. You know, some of it isn't all purely, you know, aesthetic and, and to, fits the eye. But, I mean, they, they just get it done when they need to. They can smash you in the mouth. Well, the other thing they're doing is they're bucking uh, the Super Bowl trend, the Super Bowl loser trend. Mm-hmm. Usually that team comes out and gets smashed in the beginning. The Eags go, not us. I mean, we're not humming. But, you know, everyone's like, oh, they're not humming. You know, what do you want them to do, win every game by 35? I mean, they're still undefeated. They're a legit squad. Uh, my boy Jalen just balls. The whole squad balls. A.J. Brown. I mean, is that guy a baller? Mm-hmm. Holy cow. Nice play, Tennessee trading that guy away. <laughs> that was smart. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, NFL, most of these games are tough on, on the road, too. They're not easy to win. And the Rams are looking a lot better than people thought they were. That was good to see Cooper Cup was back, and he had big Nakua. That, that could be a little deadly weapon here moving no forward. No kidding. No kidding. But with that in mind... They're giving up the six and a half this week against the Cardinals. So a divisional game, I mean, I'm not saying the Cardinals are our best bet, but I definitely wouldn't take the Rams there. I, I would strong lean with the Cardinals. Like divisional game, I mean, I don't think the Rams right now can give up six and a half to anyone. I mean, they're in they're either in close ball games or they lose. You know, they're not blowing anyone out. So I thought that line was a little too high, actually. Yeah, I think they thought with both those receivers and Philly was such a good team that they looked good. They're like, well, this isn't Philly. They get to stay at home. They're going to give them another week of work here to kind of click. You know, hopefully the Rams can kind of push it over the top. Here's another. <clears throat> here's another interesting game. Let me, let, let me know what you think about this one. So how about the big Raiders minus three against Bills Patriots who've been getting smoked the last two games. Yeah. Wow. 34 bagels and 33 to three. For those people that know the math, 67 to three the last two weeks. <laughs> well, and you're the defensive wizard here. What, where are we hanging the hat nowadays? It's so funny. You know, we always, we always laugh at how the media, you know, um, how they can turn on people so bad. And there's this one podcast I was listening to this morning and, over the years, this guy's been a huge Bill Belichick fan. And then even he said today, he goes, wow, Bill goes from being the best of all time to just a Hall of Fame coach now. Yeah. You know, after these losses, people are like, and of course they go, well, must have been all Tom. But yeah, the the more the further you get from it, the more people are going to be like, wow, Tom Tom did most of the legwork here. <laughs> but, but in Bill's defense here, and, and we said this to start the season, who are the playmakers on that squad? Mm-hmm. I mean, we've got Bill from the YMCA, and we've got Terry from <laughs> Hudson Hardware <laughs> coming in playing for that squad. I mean, no one knows anyone. No playmakers. No one to hit the B spin button and get downfield. I mean, that's got to be tough. Just imagine if you're on that squad and you've got no one to help you out. That's it's tough. been like that for years, man. I mean, he, that, he has too much of a hand in, in the draft and who comes in. And 
Juju Smith-Schuster is the big free agent. It's like none of this is going to work and get us over where we need to be. Well, right. And that's, that is the Tom difference is, you know, you could bring those guys in off the streets and Tom is going to make them better, you know, but these other quarterbacks, like, no, they need some help. They're not, they're not just going to make someone better. And their playmakers on the Patriots might be the worst in the NFL. I mean, <laughs> I, I can't even name a wide receiver right now. I can't even think of one off the top of my head. Must be fun throwing to Mr. No Name. Just someone that's just complete garbage. Yeah. yeah. So with me rambling about how bad they are, now they're playing against the Raids. What do we think? Big Josh McDaniels. I mean, that guy doesn't know how to time management at all. Jeez. No timeouts yesterday. When they're before the half, like to try to save some time because they're punting to you. I mean, who doesn't know to take a timeout right there before they punt it? He lost like a minute 20. It was incredible. And then last night when he's going for the field goal, 53-yarder. Not the play, big guy. No, he he doesn't do it for me as a head coach. (laughs) So, so who are we thinking here? Who, who, if you had to bet that God, game? I mean, I think I would just skip this game <laughs> if, if I'm if I'm looking at the board. Well, the other thing is uh, their last two games, the last two home games for the Raiders, they had the Steelers and the Packers, two great fan bases, um, and so it was basically fifty fifty in the stadium. Not to say the Patriots aren't a great fan base. Um, cause I'm sure they are, but when your team sucks, who's going to roll to Vegas now? So LA or LA, the Vegas raids might actually have the home field advantage this game as well. I think mean, this is just battle of the shitters right here. Yeah. I mean, the saints have a good defense, you know, they can kind of lock some people. The down. saints, you mean the Patriots? No, I'm saying that's the, the saints are who just kind of shut down the Patriots. Oh, well, yeah, no, I, I mean, that's just personnel i think if i had to take this game and man is this the coin flipper here uh i think bill probably will know josh's tendencies more and he probably will know grappolo's too since he used to be a quarterback you know (laughs) so i would lean with big bill here dude bill doesn't get like that sort of favoritism anymore though with this i mean no well if bill doesn't if bill doesn't pull this game out I mean, wow. Kraft might have to have the chit with him and go, hey, buddy, you're going to have to pursue Don Shula's record for it with another team here. <laughs> yeah. How, how can we do this quietly? Because I think he's 19 games behind Don Shula to be uh, the most winningest coach in the NFL history, most wins ever. He goes, that's going to have to be done somewhere else. I'm sure the Broncos would give you an opportunity. No, they got they locked in Big Sean for like $20 million a year. And Sean and the team needs to clean it up a little bit. But Kraft because I can't watch five more years of this at like four wins a year. And Bill goes, that's fine. I need some playmakers over here. Holy cow. <laughs> I don't, I mean, gosh. I, I would probably lean with Vegas there because they get to stay at home. <laughs> okay. All right. Wow. Yeah. Battle of the Garbo teams right there. That No one wants to watch that game. What do you think? Uh, how do you think Dallas is going to bounce back? They get the Monday game, but it's against my Chargers. Right. Well, so guess what? The Chargers would be another teaser. One, because what are you seeing over there? Two or two and a half? Uh, it's both. It's plus two and a half. A few places here. Yeah. Let, let me see your pen over there, because I'm going to write this down. I forgot to put. That's also a best bet with those other teasers. So the Chargers eight and a half with the Eagles and the Colts, or one or the other. But you can round robin all of those so that they all work together. So 
Dallas, uh, I just think that the Chargers, there's a stat out there, actually, a six-point teaser with uh, Justin Herbert. He balls like in the six-point teasers. The Chargers always stay. I mean, you tell me the Chargers can't stay within eight and a half on that. I yeah, mean, they're always in the serious. They're always in the one score games, and they're, they're coming off the bye. Eckler probably feels better than he did feel, and they're at home. Yep. Yeah, I mean, come on. So I would lean with the charge there, but we're making it a best bet with the teaser there with those Eagles and the Colts. Yeah, I'm with it. I wonder if the Cowboys stayed out here if they ran at home. Oh, I'm sure they went home. That's not that far. Yeah, I mean, Jerry was on the the radio show, you know, the fan down in Dallas already saying, we got our quarterback. He's the guy that can get us to the Super Bowl. He said that before the Niners game. No, though, right? no, no. He said oh, it really? since it ended. Yeah, he still, he just won't get off the horse with Dak. <laughs> well, he didn't want to get off the the horse with Ezekiel Elliott either. And then that finally happened. Um, so, yeah, I don't... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the defense wasn't helping that game. Like Mm -hmm. I said, I mean, Purdy could have sat back there for five minutes before he threw the ball if he wanted to. So uh, should I sprinkle in a college best bet here? Yep. College college bets have been going well. And uh, the first one is going to be a situational spot, a little look ahead. Okay, Purdue. Purdue versus Oklahoma, or Oklahoma. Purdue versus Ohio State. Ohio State travels into Purdue. Obviously, Ohio State's way better. That's why Purdue's getting twenty points. But the next game, Ohio State plays Penn State. Both of them are undefeated. I'm sure the guys are looking a little bit past the Boilermakers in this <laughs> spot. They're not even thinking about them. They're thinking about Penn State. So they'll win the ball game, but I don't think they'll win it by more than 20. Purdue, best bet. Mm. Is it in Purdue? It like, sure is. Yeah. Yeah, it sure is. So not only are they on the road, but they have Penn State the following week. So we like that. And then there's a big daddy, but I'll save that for a little bit later. One more college, Oklahoma State at home, plus three and a half versus Kansas. All righty. Let's do it. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> What do you think the um, back to the NFL for a second? How do you think the Niners respond going on the road to Cleveland? Well, so here's the problem. Right now, that line is five, and uh, there's a couple things to factor in. First, I heard that Deshaun's not even guaranteed to play yet. Yeah, he hasn't come out to practice field yet. That's incredible. So, uh, listen, if our boy DTR is playing again for the Browns, <laughs> holy cow, I'll be playing the Niners there. <laughs> Uh, but the one thing, the other thing to factor in is the weather is going to come into play. It's not supposed to be very good, and it's actually supposed to be pretty windy, like getting close to 20 miles per hour. And, you know, the way wind factors into handicaps is if it's between 10 and 15, it's really not that big of a deal. Uh, once it gets close to 20, that starts to be a problem, and not only for the quarterback, but for the kickers as well. Yeah. So, you know, just to tuck away for a, another day, rain and snow is really not that big of a deal. Wind is actually the thing that you need to factor in the handicap the most. That affects the players more than even rain or snow does. So, but yeah, I mean, if Deshaun's not playing, I think that's what this line is here. It, the line is kind of in a midway spot, right? Because if Deshaun plays, this probably comes down to three. 
uh, plus three. What's he doing? I mean, he was medically cleared against the Ravens, and and he said no, and then they had a bye, and then he still won't come on the practice field this week. Well, that's what they say. Who knows, right? And then if Deshaun's out, I mean, this thing jumps up to the probably the plus seven, and I think I'd still take the nines. I mean, that DTR guy's got no clue what's going on. No, and it's yeah. unbelievable. They um they said the weather must be hitting the Midwest and, and these other cities coming up this week because uh, the Thursday games in Kansas City with the Broncos coming to town. Oh yeah, and it's supposed to have the bad weather. Uh, it's ten and a half Broncos. I, I'd probably take the Broncos here. Well, I, if I would take the Broncos because of the weather is is the reason. If it's that's bad, what I'm saying, that'll yeah. help them. Yeah, I mean it's tough to take the Bronx though. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, that squad is. Horrible, and Sean's not loving Russ, dude. They're not really vibing, and Russ is like, "Back off, guy! It's not me here." (laughs) He's another one that goes, "Why don't you give me a few playmakers? Give me someone in the backfield. Let's get someone on defense besides Sertain that can play ball." Uh, Did you see when Kelsey kind of tweaked his foot there against the Vikings? Yeah, I I was like, "Ooh, I hope that's not like a Achilles or something." Right. So he obviously went inside, and you know, I don't know if they shot up the foot, and he he came back to get the touchdown. I don't know. I'm sure he's going to give it a go, but I don't know if he's 100 percent either this week. That's true. I thought what was weird about him tweaking the ankles. I noticed he didn't have a spat. He didn't have tape around his ankles, and why? You know, I guess maybe underneath the. he could have had it, you know, underneath his socks, which I'm sure he probably did. But man, you got to spat that up, Kels. Not only will it protect your ankles more, it just looks better, bud. Yeah, he's kind of basic with the with the gear and the socks. Well, on the football field, yes, but off the field, he's the <laughs> furthest thing from basic with that gear. I mean, everyone's got their own, you know, vibe on what they want to wear. I mean, I'm sure people look at what I wear sometimes and they go, "Clean it up, bud." <laughs> but dude, his he's got a certain. He's got a certain style that, you know, to each and everyone's own, like mom said, if everyone was the same on this earth, it'd be a boring place. But he definitely has a different vibe with his gear. Mm-hmm. I mean, when they showed him coming out of uh, the the locker room with Taylor, what was that, a couple it weeks ago? It was like a jean jacket, like, but it was white with like baby blue writing. Yeah. yeah well, and if the, if the baby blue was black, he would have looked like a cow coming out of the <laughs> locker room. It was just like black and blue spots. And it was like the jean jacket and jean uh, pants, but like I said, that's his vibe. Yeah, but you're you know, so it's weird because he he takes what he wears off the course seriously because we've seen him golf too, but on the course he needs to dial up Bolt and let me help him out with the gear for the game a little bit. Yeah, he kind of just goes like yellow shoe, yellow we, glove. Yeah, we we need to tape the wrist up. We need the spat. <laughs> um, we need a towel. That maybe says Big Kels on the back. He's have a little sit down with us and Dion. We can go over some, <laughs> of, the, some of the fits. <laughs> Speaking of Dion, how about our boy? Because you and I were watching the game together. How about when his kicker hits what what uh, turns out to be the game winner, and then Dion's running out to him, and you're like, "What's Dion saying to him? What's Dion saying to him?" And he points him to midfield, and he, and he tells his kicker to do like his dance. He goes, "Do you? It's your moment. Yeah, it's your moment." Let's- <laughs> So the kicker starts doing his dance. I mean, how awesome would it be to play for a coach like that? Legit. Oh, man. So those kids, are they're, they're lucky to have a coach that lets them be them and have fun. For sure. All right. Why don't you wrap it up here with uh, reminding us what you have? Sure. Okay. So college, best bets, Purdue plus 20, Oklahoma State plus three and a half, and then the big daddy. I didn't give it out yet. Notre Dame minus two and a half against USC. 
It's not happening, SC. And then the NFL, Colts plus four, Vikings must minus two and a half, and then a few different teasers here. Eagles minus a, a half point, Colts plus 10, Chargers plus eight and a half. Six point teasers on all of those. Okay. Yeah. Oh, real quick, the hats. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. The ahead. reviews. So Big Danny and uh, and the gentleman that his subject was Happy Halloween. Both you guys appreciate the reviews. Send us an email at lightning at boltbrady.com. Lightning at boltbrady.com. We'll send you a hat. And for the others, keep leaving us the reviews. It's awesome. We'll keep sending out hats. Yeah. The the Roach was the one guy hit us up for sure on the email. We'll get you taken care of. Yeah. Keep an eye on Instagram and Twitter. It's at boltbradypicks. We keep info up there throughout the week and the weekend. Keep the reviews coming. Like he said, we appreciate it. We will check you guys next week. See ya.